This is the Mystery Book Discussion Group. I'm Ann Parsons. I'm your moderator or facilitator. I guess that's a better word. I'm your facilitator. And we're discussing She's Not There by Joy Fielding. And let's see. Um, before we go into the book discussion, and I'll take this up at the end in case somebody comes in late. Um, I noticed that uh, I am the only list owner on the mysteries list. I would like that to change um, because I would like a co-moderator, not that I'm planning on leaving this plane anytime soon, but I do occasionally go away for weekends or go on vacation or... Um, darn of it, I do uh, come down with a cold or, you know, stuff every once in a while, and um, I need a co-moderator. So I am putting out the word that I need a co-moderator, and anybody who wants to rise up and volunteer between now and, say, 5 o'clock on Monday, which is tomorrow, uh, please let me know, and I will get Jim Ruby to put you on the list as a co-moderator so that we can have two people co-moderating, which is much better uh, for all concerned because it allows you to uh, take the authority between the two of you or the three of you or however many, but I'm hoping for two people on the mysteries list because there aren't that many of us. And it also, God forbid, if anything should happen to me, um, you'll still have your mystery list. <laughs> and you won't have to scrabble around and, and re-sign up and do all that kind of rot because there will be still a list owner here to run things. So uh, let me know in the next um, 24 hours whether you would like to take on this task. I am at akp at zero, S-E-R-O, dot email. And uh, that's E-M-A-I-L. Um, so if you will write me there, I will cheerfully sign you up. Now, as to the book, what did you like, what didn't you like, and Why? I'll go ahead and go first. And I'm happy to co-moderate, and if you can't find anybody else, since I'm already all over groups uh, I owe anyway. So uh, if, if, you, if, you, you know, if, if, you, if you need somebody else and nobody else signs up, I'll, I'll be happy to do it. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this book was pretty good. Uh, I think, like maybe Ann had said, I, I thought it was a little longer than it needed to be. And I can't really say that I was had a, a character that I, I guess really the only character that I really liked was the was Lily that showed up at the end that ended up being the missing Samantha. Uh, I had a real hard time. I, I thought Caroline, I was kind of mad at them for leaving their kid alone to start with. And uh, Hunter obviously was a major jerk because, you know, his affairs and stuff. But uh, I just had a hard time liking uh, um, any of the characters and stuff. And I need you all to t explain the ending to me because I read it all, but I think my blood sugar was fading thin. I was reading it real fast trying to get food before the meeting started. And I know... They were explaining a bunch of stuff about who arranged the kidnapping and stuff, but but I missed the 
the guilty party. So if y'all could, if y'all would indulge me on that, I sure would appreciate it. Thanks. Um, what are the duties of the mo- of the moderator or list owner? I didn't enjoy the book. I. I found the idea of a mother leaving her two children alone when they're neither of them are even into their teens very implausible. Um, I gave up in chapter three. We had a, I don't know how nationwide it went, but we had a girl kidnapped here right out of her house and. I got sick and tired of seeing her father on every time somebody disappeared. He was up pontificating. I just, for some reason, I just couldn't connect with the book. And there are too many good books out there that I want to read to spend time on the book I don't want to read. And I just didn't want to read this one. Okay. I didn't know whether I'd want to read it. It was assigned and I try to get to them. Some I don't. But I wanted to stay with the book, okay? I've never read Joyce Fielding. She writes pretty well, I think. Uh, But there are a lot of characters I didn't like. Um, First of all, you blame the mother, and that's fine. But what about Hunter? The father wanted to go have an affair with, I forget names now, uh, the the wife of, uh, or she was around. I don't know. She was around even at the end. You guys know the names better. So he's no angel either, you know, and she didn't want to do it, but he bullied her. It's our anniversary. I think they're both crazy to do that. I, I, my parents would have never done it. Are you kidding? No way. The anniversary would have been held right in, uh, in the nursery or something, you know. And uh, and the other guys were, um, I didn't like, well, of course I don't like Steve. He's the culprit. He owed money and he worked this this kidnapping and he, he looked at, this whole struggle by Caroline to find her baby and, uh, you know, for 15 years or whatever it was. And he just sits through it. He's, he's awful. The mother was terrible in, in my book. The, uh, Caroline's mother was, uh, was really bad. Um, probably the worst guy in my book was the reporter who, who had an affair with Caroline, meets him in a coffee shop. Right, meets. I'm trying to remember this. Meets him in a coffee shop. She tells her whole force, her soul to him about what's going on. Uh, and and I've never heard of the newspapers every five years bringing up the, the kid, kidnappings. Maybe I don't remember Lindbergh's thing. They probably did there, but they kept bringing it up, right, with pictures. And this guy writes a story about her, and just and then comes back later and says, "Give me another chance at a story." It was terrible. So, um, and Michelle, Shelley was her name. She was, a, she was horrible till the end. Yes. Oh, mommy, I love you. And I love Samantha. We're friends, but she was awful. So they're not too many. And Caroline was mixed up, but maybe I'd be mixed up too after 15, 18 years of chasing a child. So Alan, at the end, Steve did it. Steve did it. He needed money. He, the, the wife that helped him died of cancer. Becky, was it? Uh, Becky was probably pretty good, but weak, and she helped him and uh, helped with the kidnapping. And it was a horrible, This most of this family can be thrown away. And Hunter is going to have an affair later. He's with Diana, marries a young woman, divorces Caroline. He, he marries Diana, uh, and um, 
then he at the end she looked Caroline looks into his eyes says he's got another woman and Hunter's terrible I'm done so for one of characters I didn't like most of them but as far as suspense you know finding would they ever find the baby you figured they would and she wasn't a baby when she appeared I agree with Bob the reporter was the worst character I have found other books by this author better. I'm thinking of one called Whispers and Lies, and I believe another one might have been called Still Life. This was not her best book. I'm not usually a mystery reader, but it just happened I read this late last fall. I saw your announcement, and since I rarely come to mystery, I decided to come today. I wanted to ask, was Hunter a surgeon? I can't remember. He was something high-powered like that. I can't remember now. Hunter was a lawyer, high, a high-profile lawyer. And he leaves a week after the baby is kidnapped. A week? My God, if it was my child, I'd be right there with my wife doing what I could. And to heck with a job. I'll worry about it later. He was a partner or something. And he goes a week and leaves Caroline there for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. I didn't like Hunter either. Um, and one of the things that will kill a book for me is if I can't find a character to connect with. And I just could not. Well, guys, I'm, can you hear me? I just want to make sure I have a new microphone. And I'm not sure whether it's working or not. So can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. You sound a little different, but you're coming through good. Yeah, you're 2-5 here. You have a kind of a bass, which could be my hearing aids, Joni, but you're not buffering. That's good. Well, I'm the one that, I'm the culprit that chose this book. Um, I thought it was so unthinkable that people would leave their children alone. People do it all the time. You hear about cases where people do it all the time. Uh, but I, I, um, the whole premise was so unthinkable to me, but I, I wanted to see what would happen. And I didn't like, I, I thought that Caroline, or Carolyn, whatever her name was, um, she blamed her husband. She blamed everybody else but herself. And, and she didn't really take full responsibility, and she, she was the one that did it, uh, along with her husband. And she let him drag her to this place she didn't want to go. Um, I thought the book was interesting. I can't say that I liked any of the characters, um, but it was it was so horrendous, and I think that's why I suggested it. It still bothers me. I still think, I mean, I know that's kind of strange, but it really had an impact on me because um, having had a child and 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 lost him, maybe that's the reason because uh, he passed away at, at age 24. Um, but it, it um, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a little long, too. But I was so anxious to know how it ended, and these people were terrible. They really were. I, I don't know of a good one in the book. But I, um, the book really affected me, and that's why I think that I, I ask that we read it. I expect that nowadays with, with, with technology, 
we've got people leaving the kids all the time. I mean, just because they can set up a nanny cam or whatever, and they think they think just because they have their phone, they can monitor stuff that way. That that's 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 being parental, but uh, that's uh, that that's no substitute for being live and in person with your kids. So I, I just I just hope I'm wrong, but I'm I'm afraid I'm not. I think you're right, Alan. Um, and that's okay, Tony. You know, uh, I I got to about chapter four, and I could not connect with any of these people. I find it very difficult to connect to, you know, rich, self-indulgent. Um, rich and self-indulgent and uh, egoistical and egotistical people. I, I find it very difficult to connect to these people, and I just thought they were terrible. And I I just couldn't connect. I, I really didn't care what happened to them. I mean, I hate to say that, but I have to care about a character. I really do. I'm, I'm like Marshall in that. Um, I have to care. I have to care about a character. I have to connect and I have to care. In other words, what's going to happen to so-and-so? What's going to happen to Roy? What's going to happen to, you know, uh, Susie or Dirk Pitt or, um, you know, what, what's his name? Um, Pendergast. You know, what's, what's going to happen to these people? You know, I have to I have to care about them, and I just found that I just I just couldn't do that. So, um, but I I I know that the topic is worthwhile, and yes, the press does dig up kidnappings and disappearances, and you know, put out stories on the anniversary of same. I mean, we just had. Uh, well, no, it was a year ago now, I guess. Um, but the uh, every every uh, February break, we get this whole news flash on Brittany Drexel, year 16, or Brittany Drexel, year 17, or 15, or whatever the heck it is. And she's the, the uh, college kid that disappeared and was, we now know, was murdered down in South Carolina because she went with a bunch of people to Myrtle Beach. But, um, yeah, and the press does do that. But, yeah, I, I just couldn't care about these people. I'm sorry. I just couldn't care. Um, but I'll let the rest of you d- discuss it. And, um, you know, and I, I, I like the narrator uh, that much, I can tell you. I did like the narrator. I have to say, I had my, I had Madeline Bazaar turned up to like, I listened on Bard Mobile and I had it up to like two times because I was really behind trying to finish today, and uh, I think she sounds better when you got her speeded up a bit and stuff. But uh, uh, I really, I was the same way about the characters, and I really had a hard time with Michelle. I really don't like people that complain all the time. They just make me want to run from the room screaming because I want to throttle them and say, you know. Shut the heck up and just do something about it, and instead of running your mouth all the time about stuff. And she was just horrible. Uh, she was complaining. She was in her mother's face all the time. And granted, with all the history and stuff, I, I don't want to get into all that. Ultimately, we've all got crap we got to deal with, and you just got to get on with life, and you know, and you know, and, and do something about it. But uh, she was she drove me stark raving mad. 
Okay, there are a couple of characters that I'll defend. The first one is Caroline, only because of her guilt. She did. She made a mistake. And Joni said she could never do that. But remember, Hunter, I have a surprise for you. I promise every half hour. And, and Alan is absolutely right. Parents do leave. They have these cams. Joni recommended a book to me that I thought was great, The Couple Next Door. They did exactly that in the novel. This was not a true story, but they had a cam. They, 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 oh, we're okay. And they kid, they, they kidnapped the baby. I won't get into why, all that. But, um, I defend Caroline a little in that, look, she wanted to find her baby. She did wrong. Apparently it never went to court or anything as far as, you know, manslaughter or, or whatever it is that the parents contributed. It never got to the courts. And the second one I defend is Samantha. She was the innocent victim. And uh, this is what I want to ask you guys. Um, she kept knowing. She knew that her parents in Canada, who took her, they went all over the world, but they landed in Canada, weren't her parents. Number one, she didn't look like them, but some kids don't look like their parents. They really don't. Or I can tell you stories of that, twins uh, that we know. Uh, one twin was told he didn't look like everybody else. Well, I don't know what all that meant, but it snagged him all his life. Um, so, uh, but what I'm trying to say is Samantha knew something was wrong. Some of the traits that she had, some of the, she liked school and the boys, her brothers didn't uh, and so forth. So, uh, you know, is it believable that she would read about Caroline and wonder if she was the daughter? Absolutely. Caroline got tips all the time. And then getting getting to Caroline was hard because the sister, who was awful, Michelle, was it? And the mother, and the mother, I believe, knew about Steve. I don't trust that mother at all. I think she knew that her baby boy, Steve, had done it. But, oh, it's a good cause. He needed money. The mafia was going to kill him. Let him kill him. And even the wife, when she was dying of cancer and Caroline went to see her, you know, said, it's something like, there's so much you need to know. And she, of course, she dies. She doesn't get to tell her that she was involved in the kidnapping. Steve was. He forced her into it, too. But you don't force people. You have to take um, the blame. So I, I sympathize with Caroline in that she sought her baby. Hunter didn't. He he, he cried and he did stuff, but he ran off with all these women. Uh, and I, I sympathize with Samantha, who had to fight her own sister, had to fight her. And the grandmother, remember, accepts Samantha, because she knew something was fishy. I can't remember the whole story, but she's hugging her, uh, the grandmother, uh, and she knew more and wouldn't help Caroline at all. Thank you. I wanted to say that I agreed with Alan about Madeline Bazard. I have to play her very fast if I read her at all, because I just can't get into her voice. She sounds better digital than she ever did on cassette, but it still takes effort. And I agree with Bob about his assessment of Caroline. And But it was hard to find people in this book that you could really like. I mean, because they, they were too rich and spoiled, like Anne said, and seemed rather complacent. And the daughter needed to get over her complex and quit whining all the time. So it was definitely not Fielding's best work. The problem I have with Madeline is she shouts, and I can't hear her, so you know it must be loud. This time I thought she did better, that she shouted less. Alan, maybe, do, I can't read triple. I'm too old. I can't keep. You guys are amazing. They can do that. But I, I thought she was better in this book. 
Bob, you're the one that recommended Couple Next Door to me. Um, and when I started reading Couple Next Door, and it was right after I, start, I had finished um, this book, um, whatever we were reading, I can't remember anything. Um, I thought, is this the trend? Kidnappings where kids are left alone? Um, I just, I can't understand that people do that. And I know it happens more and more because we hear it more and more on the news. Just don't get it. Um, but it was, I thought it was an interesting premise and um, uh, it just, it was upsetting. It was very upsetting to me, but I kept reading it. Well, I'm uh, thinking that parent inattention to their children is one of the major problems we're having in society. And I think it's always been, well, I think it's been something like that for maybe 30 years or so, that parents don't pay attention to their kids. They let them watch the TV set to babysit them rather than doing activities with the kids or even making sure the kids are home. Um, I hear kids, you know, in junior high school or younger that are out at midnight. The first time I, I was out at midnight was in high school, and that was only because I was in stage crew. Um uh, I guess, uh, I don't know what that means, but I, th I think part of the problem we're having in society is parents don't know how to parent, but I don't think it's necessarily their fault because I don't think anybody teaches parenting anymore. That's a good point there. Fortunately, my parents were raising us more, far more than 30 years ago. And I can tell you, yes, did we ever have a babysitter? Sure. An aunt? You know, somebody like that, a young aunt or whatever, wonderful. My parents, I think, had one girl from high school, and they checked her out with 10 other people that they knew. that She babysat in the neighborhood, but well, once, and that's when I got pneumonia, so they raced back from the party. Vacations were never taken with, with the kids staying home. I mean, you can decide for yourself, but my parents just didn't do it. The, the, the vacation they took was after their 50th wedding anniversary, we got them a trip to Dodge, to Vero Beach to see the Dodgers. Yes, they were alone then, but not when we were little. No, it was a family vacation. And uh, you're right. Uh, uh, they, they control even TV, which did occur when I was younger. Uh, and they control what you watch. They, they, they didn't just scream at you, don't do it. It just didn't happen. It, what, the, the pain of it all wasn't worth it. The, the, the discount, you know, discontent wasn't worth it. They made it stick. They didn't beg you or explain it. They just said, you're not seeing that program. I think my generation caught the very tail end of that type of parenting that Bob is alluding to because our parents loved us and we knew they did, but they were not your friend. You know, they were your parent, and if you did something wrong, there were consequences. It wasn't, well, I'm sorry, darling, we'll go to the therapist, and you can discuss it and get a Prozac and da-da-da. There were consequences to things. I think now it's too soft. Maybe when I was little, it might have been just a tiny bit too hard because sometimes I could have wished they would have taken my side in school because there were times when the teacher was actually wrong. But it was the tail end of a generational rearing pattern. 
Yeah, I I agree. Um, my parents were great, though. Um, I mean, they they sent me to public school. They uh, they insisted that I be mainstreamed, and then they insisted that I take part in the the responsibilities for the house. I mean, I was cooking and cleaning and, and all that stuff, you know, when I was growing up. And I remember having a babysitter uh, when I was younger. I think up to oh um age 10 or so and then um they would go out for the evening and uh they might call you know during the evening but they left me home you know by myself um but they always knew where i was and what i was doing and um you know i never felt abandoned at all because i'd always get this call you know, did you find what you wanted for dinner? Are you okay? You know, yada, yada. Um, but maybe that, well, maybe it was a little later than that, maybe 12 or 13. But uh, I do remember um, that they went away for a weekend or something like that, and that I had one of their friends, you know, one of their young friends stay with me um, during during the weekend. Not that I... Um, you know, not that they thought I couldn't stay at home because by that time I was a, a teenager, I was 16, 17, but because they wanted someone, they wanted an adult in the house. In fact, um, there were a couple of occasions, and one I remember I stayed with friends of ours, um, you know, for two or three days. They had to go to um, Pennsylvania for a funeral or whatever the heck it was, and, and, um, uh, you know, I stayed with friends. But, uh, yeah, I, my parents were that same kind of, they always knew where I was, and they always knew what I what I was doing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. All right, any more comments on Joy Fielding? Okay, hearing nothing. Um, what are we doing for next month? Um, I have read... A very good mystery recently when I should have been reading Joy Fielding, <laughs> but but it was really good and you know and I and I really liked it. Um, it's called The Killings at Badger's Drift, and it's one of these English village murder things. But and and it's kind of a police procedural, but but not really because you you get the the uh, the village. And the characters in the village, and it's um, it's really good. I mean, there there are these really interesting characters, and there are characters that you can care about. And there's a policeman and his sort of bumbling assistant, and you know, it's it's very good. Um, that's my suggestion. Anybody else have any suggestions? Yeah, I've got one that's in my. Uh that I saved in my wish list is called, I think I came, at, uh, came across it either on the popular list or the currently added, Somebody I Used to Know by David Bell, uh, 85246. I, I've not read it. I, I, the, 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 uh, the annotation just kind of caught my attention. Somebody, I think he sees somebody he used to, uh, maybe that disappeared, he thought, like years ago, and then she shows up and, and, uh, uh, she ends up turning 
turning up dead with uh with his name in her in her pocket and stuff so uh i'm not doing a very good job of summarizing it but it caught my attention so uh i mean it's definitely a mystery and a suspense so uh somebody i used to know by david bill i'll throw that out there if anybody knows and knows. i've never read him i don't think so that's something to consider is the badger's drift one tell more is it a is it a british village or you know with these I love them, but these stodgy police guys that solve it after re- you read 300 pages about having tea. I'm being unfair because I like Ruth Galloway. She's pretty good. But uh, is it, is it a, in New England? Where does the um, Badger's Drift one take place? Badger's Drift is a British novel, and um, it moves fairly fast uh, because that that was one of the reasons I liked it. And... Not only do you get the tea and crumpets, but you do get that. But you also get these very interesting characters. You get the artist who is, you know, all 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 that the artist wants is to to do art, and that's it. You get the the two little old ladies. Of course, you have to have the two little old ladies. Um, you know, and and uh, the uh, uh, you know the 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 young people and the uh, the as I say the policeman who is very intelligent and he's got this this driver this sidekick who is he's good at following orders but he can't he can't connect A and C without going through B, you know, that kind of a person. He has to go A, B, C, D, instead of going A to D, um, which makes it interesting because the, the policeman, you know, the, the detective it is one of these people that can make those jumps, and he does. And, um, you know, it's, it's, I liked it. Um, all right, am I spelling badger wrong? Hmm. Oh well, I guess we'll just have to find it. But it's it's there because I read it, and it's a Bard book, and I didn't read it from Bookshare, and I like that. I know it's a Bard book, so I must have uh, I must have done something wrong. DB28201, yeah, I found it. I did a search on the killings in quotes, and then I just put badger in and drift in without being putting them in the quote. It's B-A-D-G-E-R apostrophe yes. I don't know why I didn't find badger's drift when I searched that way. Sometimes apostrophes get coded uh, with, with a special apostrophe character that Microsoft Word uses sometimes. Sometimes they don't, so that messes up the that can mess up the search. I don't, I don't ever use those special characters. But it's The Killings at Badger's Drift, DB 28201, 8 hours, 21 minutes, read by Bob Askey, uh, Caroline Graham is the author. Yay, Alan, and Ann, too, for picking the book. We're, we got it. Graham, common spelling, G-R-A-H-A-M, yes? Yes. Excellent. Okay. Very good. All right. Um. And I'm sorry that uh, Mickey's team isn't winning. I, you know, I don't know what to say except um, I used to like the Buffalo Bills, and I've I've totally given up on them. I just, I, you know, I just, 
you know, they keep changing coaches and they change players and it doesn't do them a darn bit of good. You poor girl. Maybe they'll move to Los Angeles as well. But no oh, Buffalo. Please. No, no. I, they oh. did change coaches. And, oh, dear. Just as long as they don't move to Salt Lake City. I do not want a professional football team here because they'd want us to build a brand new multi-million dollar stadium for them, which would only be used for their games. Yeah, uh, that's the one thing I have to worry about. Nobody's going to move to Mississippi, so uh, I don't have to worry about it. But anyway, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm gone. Thanks for everybody's comments. I enjoyed the conversation, uh, even though I didn't like any of the characters that much. I did finish the book, so uh, I hope everybody